Welcome to Trust Me, the podcast. We are your hosts, Beth Finkel and Kiana Salucci. And we are here to share with you how we create magic in our everyday while balancing family, careers, and relationships. Guys, we are here again, and it is the end of the year. It happened so quick. I just feel like we were in September, and we started to fastly go down the hill. Yeah. That's how we're I look at it. Hill. We're up the hill. We're up the so hill. But I going up the hill. I wasn't one of what those I mean, people. I guess what I mean, down the hill, not in a bad way, down the hill as in like the October, November, December, January, just kind of oh, like it rolls. Happens. It happens, and it happens so fast. I feel like October comes, and then like the descending of the mountain just drops and next thing you know like you're in boulder. January. Boulder. Yes. Yes. Okay, well listen. That's how I I'm visualize so- the months. Like January, February, March is like a flat plane because they're yeah. like the longest months to get to. And then I look at like once I get to April, May, June, it starts to do a, like a slow, very, very minimum like incline into the peak of the summer into July. And then once we get to September I feel like we're at the top of that mountain and then because that's your birthday month (laughs) at the top I mean I didn't write this Beth okay (laughs) visual I feel like this isn't an equitable chart (laughs) like I really don't (laughs) it was written in the in the ice age this is written in stone. This is how it is. I'm not making this up. I promise, guys. So September being at the top, depending on you know how you look at it, if it's at the bottom, then you're a hater. But September's at the top, and then it starts to just decline until this like pit of craziness. Yeah. I'm not going to hate on September. 50% of my children were born in September. So I love September. Actually, I love a lot about September. I love the birthday of September. I love sort of like the new beginnings of kind of like that fall season. You know, Mm -hmm. I love a lot of that. (laughs) See, it's a good month. And um, I mean, I just so happen to be born in it, but it is a good month. It is. So it's at the top. Um, but yeah, we are at the end of the new year and it's like so many different feelings going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like we are reflecting on the past, but we're actually in real time. So we're present and what we're doing now and what we're thankful for and where we're at. And then we're trying to plan for the future going into January. So it's like a crazy force that's happening and we want to talk about it today. We want to we dive into it. it. We're talking about it. I don't like to spend too much time in the past, right? I like yeah. to reflect and to take all my, my, my points, my good times, even my bad times. Cause those, those times are the times where I become stronger and I grow. So I'd like to look at the times that I struggled and kind of dive into that a little bit more um, so I can just set myself up on a straight and narrow path to, you know, glide through the future. So 
when we, I talk about the past, I'm not dwelling or sticking here or staying here. I just want to talk about the things that were changing for me personally, us as a company, as a friendship, our lives in general. So I want to go there. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I love it. We started a podcast this year. We did. Whoop, whoop. Which is, for me personally, <clears throat> if I were to go back and reflect today, um, when you sent me over some of the questions to prep on, you know, putting yourself first in the equation, I can't say that I did that well a lot prior to this endeavor. I feel like because in general, this is something that we both wanted, right? And week after week for what, what are we on? 38? This is, this is our 40th. What we're recording today is our 40th 40th, episode. So for 40 weeks, straight we put ourselves first and i'm not saying that in every day we did it but week after week we showed up yeah to do something that we wanted to do that we chose to do and that's a step closer that's what this year for me was about consistency was like consistently consistency like this time last year, it was chitter chatter. It was like a text here, a text there, you know, yeah. something motivational, girl, like when we going to start kind of thing. But like, when I mean it was like minuscule, it was nothing. And then for 40 weeks, we showed up for ourselves. Well, it's like, yeah, I I feel that in my bones when you, you say it like that, because I guess I, I honestly in this moment feel that because it was little drips of like ideas, you know, what should what should we talk about? Like we got some lists together. We, you know, what should, what should little, the brand be? Yeah. Yeah. And and the cons- this is actually a moment I'm having right now. The consistency of week after week showing up to something that is ours to help other people and to build community. That is huge to me because that is one of my biggest internal, you know, values is not to be wishy-washy to do what I say I'm going to do. And we collectively had all the outs, right? Like we have all of the outs, but we did not one time take it ever. Even when it was like a change of schedule, some days it's like, hey, you know, this came up or whatever. We still made it work. And that is what persistence gets you. And this is why in the beginning I talked about, you know, the the past, the present and the future, because sometimes we forget to to be in the present. Yeah. And when you were talking about like, oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. I didn't. Yeah. Even, because sometimes we're thinking about okay, like what not to do. And then we're also thinking more about like what we actually want this to become or what we want to chase. Yeah. That we forget to sit in the right now and say like, what does it feel like right now? You know, that's that gratification that you can sit in that and say, 
this makes me feel good. I'm actually feeling good. I'm actually seeing the fruits of my labor. I'm actually living what I said I would, you know, like hardly ever do we get that, that time or that mindset to this sit in that for a second and not try to plan too much and not try to learn from what happened, you know, or what didn't happen. I think these conversations have helped me diffuse a lot of the negative energy that we're faced with. It's probably one of the only things, and this is real talk, that I don't like have a second gut guess about like, do I really want to do that? Mm-hmm. Like even with exercise, which I love and it like helps me with like my anxiety, my stress, whatever. There are more times that I have that second gut guess with exercise than I do having this conversation on a weekly basis. Yeah. Yeah. And that again is not something that we all are attuned to or we pay attention to. But that is an incredible tool to really embody or feel what it feels like in your body when you accept something into your life. Yeah. I feel like that is where, like, when you break it up and you're extreme at either one of these times, right? And when I talk about times, I'm talking about past, present, future. Yeah. A lot of times when you're too stuck in the past you sit in a lot of depressions and shoulda, coulda, wouldas and wishing you can go back and change, right? And then when you focus too far in the future, you start to get anxieties because mm. your brain is thinking about things that you haven't even gone through yet. You haven't even seen yet. You haven't felt, you haven't touched. And in your brain, you're trying to paint the picture of what it should be. And hardly ever does it happen that way because that was your vision, not the vision of the world and how it works, right? Yeah. So then you get a lot of anxieties. And I think that like I've learned because as as an adult, I've I've never dealt with I'm not gonna say I've never dealt with I I didn't identify with having anxiety until because I've definitely now that I know have had anxiety for a while, but it didn't become something that at one point I felt like it was going to swallow me until like my late twenties, early thirties, right when I was becoming a parent. Yeah. Especially after I had the kids, I felt like I was living too far in the past. And at the same time, I was trying to create what I wanted for the future, but nothing in the present was I dealing with. Was I living? Was I in this time? And I felt like that's what can get you into a place where you spiral yeah and damage can be done so So speaking of the past some of the questions that we kind of wrote down you wrote down and they're beautiful what was the best entertainment and we're, we're thinking in the past year right like what was the best entertainment oh my gosh i'm like what level though like it's your question. I know, I know, but like the way you said it, I was like in my head, I was thinking about like personal, but now I'm like entertainment. That was a lot of things that went on this year. That in were life, it's life. Yeah. The big umbrella is life. Oh, she's chugging her coffee. Everybody, I am. This is what I do to buy time. What was the best entertainment? I will tell you. For me, um, 
I think some of the best content slash entertainment was laughing at myself. <laughs> I everybody knows I'm really sensitive. Everybody. And I think I really was able to laugh at just kind of my haphazard ways this last year more than ever. I'm and glad you find the yeah. I actually love that that yeah. part. The the weirdness. Like I was thinking the other day about how nobody wanted to go on that hike with me. <laughs> that Wait, hold on, y'all. Like this, like I'm glad okay. that she's bringing it up. Hold on one second, Beth. I got to interrupt you. I'm glad. I'm glad that she's bringing this up because, as you guys know, every two years we go on a big family friend trip, and it is probably like 20 of us close to. And <laughs> Beth wanted to go on a hike in the morning. If you guys know about Beth, rather you want not, to or not. Not like any hike. It was like a hike. hard hike. It, it was a hard hike, right? We got, we, everyone has like two, three kids, like four kids. Like it's insane. So Beth wakes up early, not right? everyone's a hiker. I think I'm like drinking coffee in the morning. Like Pat's probably making <laughs> breakfast. Beth comes down. She has her whole hiking outfit on. She had the hat, the this, the that. I'm still in my pajamas. Like girl, like I'm not, I'm not even like half, halfway put together. And I knew that she was on a mission. I knew that she was saying, she was saying something. And what she was saying was, I don't know about y'all, <laughs> I'm going but I'm ready. And if you ain't ready, you need to get ready. <laughs> Is that the day I went on the hike with the and kids? No, and, and no one budged. And she like, didn't, Beth, you didn't talk to, you like, I seen it in your eyes. You didn't talk to me all afternoon. No, <laughs> you came, you came back. You came I back. I didn't talk to anybody. I threw a quiet temper tantrum. <laughs> so, quiet, but if you know Beth, you can see it in her eyes that she's pissed. Take the older kids out. Because not not that we didn't go on my hike, but then some lazy river activity got planned. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Like, it was awesome. I was trying to like sweat and like work and, you know. Mind you, we just probably went on like a 10 hour hike the day before or something. I'm not even yeah. joking. <laughs> No, we did. We did. We We identified the hard hike on the hike before. We hiked every day. That was the best. Like that was the best thing thing I wanted to do. Hike every day, and so nobody wanted to do the hike with me. Even Mike was scared of me, and he was like, "What do you want?" I was like, "Why don't you just take the kids to the lazy river?" We I had the baby home with me. I said, "I'm going to keep the baby. He's going to take a nap, and I'm going to read." And you know what? I could laugh at myself for that. That didn't yeah. ruin that. I by the time you guys got back from gallivanting in the river, I was back. <laughs> I was back, and I can laugh at that. I'm glad I've never brought it up because I was like, mm, I ain't gonna say nothing. Wait till she brings it up. But I'm happy you did. Yeah, yeah. And you you came back to so yourself. This past year, being able to love my quirks. And being able to know that other people love them too. Cause I, it's, I know everyone was like, is she about to lose it? And it's just like, I didn't. I love Maybe that. in the past I would have or been real stubborn about it, but I yeah. didn't. And it's just like, you, everybody got what they needed out of that day. I love that. Yeah. So what's your best entertainment besides best... walking on eggshells around me? Around Beth. <laughs> Yeah, because she'll take you there. Your You're like, oh, PJs. In my PJs. I was not ready at all, and she was ready. So, okay, my best entertainment that I would say this year, thus far, 
um, was, I have two, actually. One was for the first year, because last year, uh, Indy was, you know, she was still a baby. But this was the first year that I actually seen, like, all three kids play together, run together, hang out together. I mean, it was, you know, it was exactly what my heart needed. It warmed it. It it feels so good to see them and, and to see the twins with Indy and her with them. That, yeah, that was the highlight. I love that. And that is gold for a parent. gold, yeah. And it's like some one of those things that you could like put in one of those snow globes. Like if you could put that vision in the snow globe, yeah, and just shake it up when you need it. Because I like that when I go back from like I would say like early spring last year, it 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 was just such a joy to see the connection, you know. And as a parent, you look and and that does make you feel good. It warms your heart. It takes you to a place because like these are three people that you created. Yeah. And that energy that you put out for them is the same energy that's bounded, you know, that binds them together. And it just feels so good. So that was like the biggest highlight. Um, but one of the other ones that like is up there is seeing so many of my people, my tribe, my friends, my family, so many of them go forth and push forth this year and just rock it out. I've had so many friends that like maybe changed jobs, that went out on limbs and did things that they thought that they wouldn't, um, you know, for both you and I for starting this podcast. So this year, 2023 was a year of prosperity and seeing the growth in so many people that is around me. And that warms my heart. That makes me feel good. That gives me fortitude. That gives me motivation. And that was good to see this year. Yeah, it was like a come up year. It was a come up year for so many people. So, you know, I see you guys. I love you guys. Oh, I like that so much. I'm trying to like really, it's hard for me to go back and like you said, you know, we don't want to spend so much time in the past. But it's important to use the past as sort of like a compass to to point you where you need to go, mm-hmm. not to get stuck there or, or self-deprecate there. But with that said, in 2023, what is ending? What is ending? For me, all of my bad thoughts that I had with myself, because I still go through things internally. So all of those thoughts that I had to myself, all those things that I wish that, you know, the thoughts of like, I wish that I had, I wish that I was at this place. I wish I was doing this. Like all of those are getting washed down the drain this year. Yeah. All those things. Good. Um, I'm leaving them behind. I'm moving forward. I'm pushing through. I was actually reading a story and I think I, I want to say that I touched base on this now, but, um, and it, it's just like the classic American story, but it makes me feel so good. And I need this every so often is that, um, one of the difference between cows and Buffalo, and they are all, they're part of the same family is, um, cows are like domesticated, right. And 
buffalo are just wild and free. Mm-hmm. And that when a storm comes, the cow will literally like huddle up and and run from the storm and try to get through it. I mean, try to get, you know, away from it. And the buffalo will literally haul ass toward the storm. Wow. And what happens... I've never heard this before. And what happens is that when the buffalo runs toward the storm and gets and breaks through the storm, it ends up having less in, injuries and it, the storm isn't as long and it just goes goes through it. It's Where like a owner of your own destiny yes. in a way. Okay. And what happens with the cow is like as the storm goes and you're running away from it, this the storm is picking up. It's picking up winds, it's picking up dust and debris, it's picking up power. So what happens is it's almost like the story of making a mountain out of a molehill, yeah. right? Yeah. What happens is by the time that storm catches up with you, because it will, it's twenty times stronger. Hmm. You're tired because you've been running away from a storm that and you don't even nowhere. have getting nowhere and you don't have the power to even fight it so once you come out and if you come out of that storm you are bumped bruised banged up broken and i am choosing to be that bison that buffalo and run toward the things that happen because they're inevitable right things happen that are out of your control that you can't plan for Right. You don't even equate them in the equation when you're, you know, planning for the future. So, yeah. Wow. I'm just going to be channeling that going into 2024 is that inner bison. Let me ask you this. Do you choose your hard or do you just embrace all hard? Do you choose your storm or do you take on any storm? At this point, I'm taking on any storm because I don't want it to catch up. A lot of the storms yeah. don't catch up for you for a long time. Yeah. I've learned that from the little the little teas that we've talked about. You know, yeah. that yeah. like those little things that you just thought were nothing, they didn't bother you as much then, but you still didn't deal with them. Now it's I'm fighting off demons in my 30s, or you know what I mean? Like like those little teas are, are they built up. So like I I'm I'm slaying any and everything. I love that visual. I am like sword (laughs) in hand slaying. You know, not to be somber about this too, but I think what's important to call out is that time does not wait for you to get on your feet. At all. I used to say this to my dad all the time. And, you know, we would, I would say that we would say this to each other. It's like when we were down and out, we would say, you know, time doesn't wait for us like to get on our feet. It's not like we can go and hide and then we pop back up and things will be there to manage. No, things are different now. And, you know, I'm very passionate about this topic because God doesn't wait for us either. Right. Mm -mm. God gives and takes away as he sees fit. That is what I believe. And so when you talk about the little T's, the connection point for me is like, if you're waiting to address that storm with someone and you're avoiding it 
and you're not, maybe it's like not having a conversation or playing nice because you don't want to disrupt the status quo. That person may not be there for you to have that healing journey with when you're ready. Yep. So it's almost like you have to be ready before you're ready. I don't, there's probably, well, you'll te- never be ready if you, you know what I mean? Like when you sit and when you're going through that, like you'll never be like, okay, now it's the time for me to start working on myself. You'll never like that just doesn't happen. Right. Um, and what does happen is actually when it's in real time and it's happening it, is to have, have those talks, those hard talks, rather it's with yourself, rather it's with someone else, rather it's even if, they're not ready, right? What if, you know, even though you don't think they're ready for it or whatever, like take it personal, do this for yourself because this, what you're going through right now, and we talked about this the last couple episodes, is like what we're doing right now will set us up in five years. Yeah. That's how it works. The, the what we do or what we don't do right now in the present at this time is our reality next year two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. So if you're looking about where your life is now, it's because something you did then. So now is the time. Yeah. To fix. To start. To start right? it. To start it. That's all it takes. It's like, you know, just start it. Start those things. Heal yourself. So I'm, I don't know. That's where I'm at. I'm just going to start slaying as it comes. And you know, and, and it may not feel like a sleigh in the beginning, <laughs> but I, I, that's one of my things that I'm looking forward to is, is to deal with things as they come. I love that. So, yeah. so, so is that, so what, what, how did you answer that? What is ending? Just putting things off or putting or things off and them? just, yeah. I'm putting myself forward. That's, that is, that's what I'm going for. So I love that. Yeah. Oh, um, before we go, I just want to ask you, what was the biggest lesson in 2023? I would say, honestly, this has been like the first true partnership in something that was my own, you know, when thinking about the podcast. And the biggest lesson for me is that it, it really has to be a partnership. You know, you can't push a cadence that isn't ready to be pushed, right? You can't produce something that isn't ready to be produced. And so while I have a lot of grit, I have learned that some of that grit, what's underneath of it is anxiety. And like, sometimes I'll want to just check it off, get it done, move it forward. But it's not always the right time. Mm -hmm. So this partnership has truly taught me that. To say like, okay, you know, my time frame isn't always everybody else's time frame. Mm -hmm. And that's also in life too. Like, you know, I can apply that to work. I can apply that to my marriage. It's like in my mind, it's like now, now, now. That's a vigilance. That's a trauma response. But it shows up in everyday behaviors. So the biggest lesson for me, quite honestly, is when it shows up now, I can see it for what it is. Yeah. And not get frustrated with it, not get frustrated with my partnership with you or Mike or whatever to say what's showing up right now is actually a trauma response. 
And like, if I build that moment of breath, or if I can just get myself to disconnect and walk away, nine times out of 10, when I come back to whatever that thing I was trying to push, I, I would have agreed, right? Or I would have said, you know, you know, we can even talk about some of the things we have coming up. Where I'm like, you're right, it wasn't done yet. It's not ready yet. Yeah. So that would be the biggest thing for me is like, I can see things more clearly. My behavior is more clearly like, oh, you're doing that thing again. You're doing that thing. And it's you, it's me, right? It's a me thing. And so instead of having an emotional reaction about it, I can say, okay, it's a you thing. Like you're trying, your response is trying to get this done because then your, your nervous system will feel at ease. Yes. Instead of just saying like, no, you're, you're kind of conditioned to do this doesn't mean that it's right. Right. I love that. I love the fact that like this, doing this podcast has helped heal us in so many ways and teach us things and and help us morph into where we want to be. And I think by that, doing that for us is what we are giving off. So it's like a, a trickle down effect, you know, like we're creating waves from taking the time and healing vulnerably and learning and understanding and deepening our hearts and our minds in public. And that is what's giving people life. That to me, Beth, is telling me that we started and we stuck with something that is bigger than I thought. Same. And that makes me happy. Let's close it out with your biggest lesson over the last year. My biggest lesson over the last year is that the power of your tongue Mm. and the power of your mind will control and predict your present and your future. And that for me was so big this year because in almost every episode, I we spoke about the mind and in some capacity and yeah. what it does and and how powerful it is. Um last sep- not this past September in 2022 at the end like that September, I got this like healing massage in Tulum and Oh, the, yeah. the basic motions of this experience that I had that was like no other, like I've never had a connection. I've never had a vibration through my body and that, that connected everything. It made so much sense. It was just like a, a healing session and it was deeper than any session I ever had. Anyway, it talked about the connection of the brain the heart and the mouth mm. and you either think these things and it comes out of your mouth you feel these things and they come out of your mouth and but whichever one will influence what you're living and how your brain is so powerful because it will teach it will hold your thoughts and your memories that make you feel good but will also protect you 
and it protects you from things that either traumas that have happened, it will protect you yeah. from things that is un- that are unfamiliar, where your heart is your feeling. And sometimes we trust our brains and, and we don't put forth and do the things that we want to because it's a very scary thing or we've never been here there or we failed before where your heart will say, do it anyway. You got this. This is what you love. It's a feeling, right? So I've learned starting, it was at, you know, in that September when I had this whole um, session that was healing I just learned to quiet my anxieties and trust my heart, mm-hmm. respect my brain, because this is going to say, "Key, I don't know if you should do that." It's going to say that first, but trust my heart more. And I think that that's what I've been doing this last year was trusting my heart and being careful of the words that I speak, because that will become my reality. Yeah. So if I say things like, oh, my God, this is so hard. I don't think I can do this. Then this will be hard and you won't be able to do it. Right. Right. So I've been just just being more mindful in that sense and and understanding the connection between, you know, your mental health and taking care of yourself and, you know, taking care of your brain and, you know, stepping forth and doing things that scare you it just it changed my year so such a great way to end this episode because it's it's a beautiful call out to our mental health and it's a beautiful reminder about that thread that we talk about all the time to say like every person is a thread in the fabric of life Mm -hmm. and every thread matters because if one thread is nicked or gone or whatever it will unravel it will unravel so what a beautiful beautiful way to end this episode we are so happy that you guys have been a part of us in 2024 in 2023 it's been a great year and we're so happy to move forward join us for next week when we talk about what moving forward looks like and until then take care bye everybody all right my good people give us a listen if you do not already follow us on instagram at trust me underscore the underscore podcast we are now on tiktok tiktok uh trust me trust me bk on tiktok so love it give us a follow subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you choose thank you guys for listening tune in stay true to us we'll stay true to you if you guys have any comments any questions any podcast topics please dm us don't be afraid and until next time love yes bye bye